What's going on, everybody? This is Ezra McNeil from Real Talk with Ezra. And today, I have two truly, truly beautiful women that are sitting down with me in this conversation on this episode. So if you guys want to introduce yourselves first, hey, take your time. Okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. My name is Kyra Miss Robinson. Um, I'm a senior from Prince George's County, Maryland, and yeah. My name is Jasmine Dabney. I'm a junior social work major from Charles City, Virginia. That's it. I said everything. Okay. Man, <laughs> I'm supposed to tell it. them my government, nah, my social security. Not at all. Okay, I'm a Leo. So, my brother just passed. Yeah. Happy belated. Thank you. <laughs> so this episode. In society today, I think there still is the stereotypes or every every type of person has a name, regardless of skin color, religion, your body shape, right? Plus size women. I'm a plus size male, I still think. Although I lost weight, I still consider myself thick. <laughs> Whatever husky you know, husky. I'm still husky, right? <laughs> so, so I thank you guys for coming today because not a lot of people want to talk about, you know, their experience being a plus size individual and how how you guys feel, how how y'all see the world, how y'all see yourselves internally. So I thank y'all for coming today and sharing y'all story. So thank you for having us. No, hey, hey, <laughs> literally, we were in Chick Fil A. In Foster Hall. Which don't sound too good for the argument. I mean, chilling I mean, at Chick-fil-A. I mean, I mean, we were just chilling at Chick-fil-A. I mean, the line was long and there's like a seating area. So it was it was on the computer trying to get, you know, their homework done. And this conversation brought up and I was like, nah, we need to talk about this as soon as possible. So this, this episode is just off the cuff, but it's something that needs to be said. It's very structured, but it was so like spontaneous. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, let's just dive right in. The beginning from us, because all three of us, we were chubby kids. Yeah. I wasn't chubby. I was fat. <laughs> like, yeah, I, was, I was rolling around. Like, yeah, I was a, yeah. I'll never forget when, well, when I was older to remember. My cousin told me that, you know, in church, you always get picked up, you know, the baby of the church mm-hmm. and everybody passing me around and stuff like that. So, they told me. My cousin told me that that I guess I weighed so much as a baby, like I felt like a bag of flour. That is so mean. And plus, I was light skinned, so that was like the light skin. <laughs> so, yeah, so, That's so, so mean. Um, I mean, but it is what it is. So it's yeah. just like you know, let's let's talk about the beginning of you know whatever. Do you want to go first? You I guess I can. Okay. You can. Um. So as a child, and even still into like. Being a teenager and stuff, I was very active. Mm-hmm. Um, gymnastics, dance, track and field, band, um, mm-hmm. volleyball, softball, all those things. And I still was very much so plus size. Like, um, no matter how much exercise I did, I was always still a stockier child, broad shoulders, flat feet, like, had a bat wing from a young age. If y'all know what that is, that's a little jiggly part under the arm. Um, like, I was still a big child. And It was just kind of like no matter what I did, it was just like people always found a reason to use that against me. So say we had a game, nobody really scored any points. It became the fat kid's fault. 
or say like I got in an argument with somebody, the first thing they always went for was you're fat, never you're ugly or you're not smart because there were facts to disprove that, but I was a big child. So that was something that they could physically see and just like pick on at that one given moment. Yeah, that's the same with me. Um, Like when I was younger, I used to like dance. It wasn't like very long, but I've always been like a chubby kid. So it's like I used to get picked on a lot. Like no matter how, like I consider myself a nice person, but I was so nice to everyone. Like, you know, I was friends with everybody, but like that was just like the one Thing. I've gotten called every name in the book. If you, like, yeah. from fat ass to fucking Rasputia. I've gotten called so many. Like, it's so bad. Like You don't want to know how bad the precious <laughs> memes precious, were in real life. It, like, people used to call me all these types of names. And it's just like, damn, like... Is it like that? Is like, it really... Real? Am yeah. I really that big? Like, and, like, you know, that plays a part, like when you're growing up, like, how you view yourself because because of all, like, the bullying and, you know, all my friends, like, you know, when I was younger, they were smaller than me, so I was, like, you know, I thought they were, like, prettier than me, even though that wasn't necessarily true, you know, but it really weighed on me as a person, like, even caused me to have, like, an eating disorder, like, when I was in fourth grade, mm. you're a fourth grader with the eating disorder because, you know, people are sitting here picking on you, you know, like, I remember one time, like, I was... Place to be bulimic, so like I hid it from my mom for a minute, and you know one day I told her I was like, yeah, mom, you know, she was like, Kai, are you okay? I was like, yeah, mom, you know, I'm throwing up, so you know I can get skinny, and she really like sat me down. She's like, Kai, if you don't stop, you're going to die. Like, right. and after she said that, like I stopped, like, yeah. cause it's scary, but it's just like I'm in fourth grade with the eating disorder. Like, come on now, like there's something wrong with that picture. So it's just like names. Sticks and stones really do hurt, but, you know. Words do hurt. They do. Yeah. Don't let anyone tell you that that's not true because they do. That's and hard. I don't think people realize, like, on top of the physical weight that we already have, adding mental weight to that isn't going to help anything. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's such, like, a negative thing to be bigger, which I don't think people realize that once they start picking on you for that, it gets worse. Like, some people, yeah, have overcome that like found a passion for working out and it worked for them Mm -hmm. but there are so many other things that play into being big like hereditary stress anything that in your life causes you to eat or causes stress in you can cause you to get bigger so it's like you could be the skinniest person ever and say you have like a major loss in your life within the next two to three months you could pick up 30 pounds like that and have the same diet you had before Mm -hmm. I understand that like I know me we didn't even talk about family yet. Oh, right. Ooh, so, um, like in school, it was like, how do you spell fat? E Z R A. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, your mama. <laughs> what, yo? And, it, and it, it made it worse for me because so I have gynecomastia, so that was like the development of female breasts. Is you know, uh, 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 imbalancing you know your hormones. So people thought that I had the development of female breasts just because I was already a chubby kid yeah. but kids are ignorant yeah and, you know me they used to call me a cow and because i they thought i had milk all those types of things yeah. so for you guys to talk about your experience trust me i understand completely so from the school aspect what about the family huh. let's just talk, <laughs> let's talk about it because your family can really be those people like 
that make you feel so bad, bad about yourself. Absolutely. And like I remember, you know, I came home, I think it was like my freshman year, and I went to my aunt's house. You know, we haven't seen each other in a while. First thing she says to me is like, Kaya, you've gotten so fat. I'm like, damn, like, mm. well, hello to you too, auntie. Like, right. can't even speak. Like, you already commenting like on my looks. And then it's also hard when that family member is your parent. Mm. Mm-hmm. My mom, like, she's been so supportive of me. Like, she's always like, she always said, if you don't like something about yourself, I'm here for you if you want to change it. She's always been supportive of me. Right. But my dad, like, and it kind of, like, caused a friction in our relationship for a while. Because my dad was a chubby kid. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, he ended up <sighs> losing weight. You know, he just thought he was all that. But mm-hmm. then, like, my dad's also bigger now. Like, so my dad's, like, in the last few years, he's been, like, a bigger guy. But he will always comment on my way. Like, I have an aunt. She's, like, severely, like, obese. Mm-hmm. And he told me I look like her. Like, compared to my aunt, I'm, like skinny like my aunt she's like she's a big woman wow so it's like he played a really big part in like my insecurities because he's always like will comment on my weight and how my clothes fit and this that and third you shouldn't wear this like and he felt that he could say that because he was my dad and like one day i had to tell him like yes you are my dad but you shouldn't say things like that hurt someone's feelings just because you feel like you can like and don't make it seem like it's motivation it's not like because it really made me feel bad it's like damn like your dad's supposed to make you feel like that's what like your first love like oh my dad makes me like feel like i'm the most beautiful girl in the world but no like he's really sitting here telling me like damn like you really need to get it together like your size isn't good enough or you're not like beautiful or anything like that so like your family really plays a big part on, like, how you view yourself. Like, it's, they be the main ones who make you feel bad, honestly. Um, I guess just, like, a really transparent moment. Uh, the way that they say, like, things like generational curses or how when somebody isn't taught how to love, they continue that cycle. Mm-hmm. Um my mother and my grandmother didn't have the best relationship as mother to daughter. Um, my aunt was the skinny one. She was the cheerleader. Um, she was the first out of the four kids and stuff like that. So she always seemed like the trophy child. And then my mom came along. She was the third child out of the four. Um, and she was always thicker. She didn't really do that many sports and stuff, but she was always trying to like, that like try to validate herself to her mom mm. and so out th- like throughout the years i've seen that like my aunt can do no wrong but my mom always was the one who like was the issue like the black sheep yeah and it didn't help that like my uncle was the first well my the middle the second child was the you know the first boy yeah he went to college he's a sigma whatever like he was very like established within the family he was the only one that went to college and mm. my uncle that's younger than my mom had sickle cell so she was very like picked on because she was the only one who wasn't like a favorite child so when my mom had kids it was my two older brothers and myself and I'm the only girl I'm the youngest and so it was like my dad really wanted a girl and my mom didn't well not that she didn't want a girl it was just she didn't really have a preference so it was like I was my dad's favorite but my mom and I always had this divide so when she started realizing I was like a miniature her literally like this thick child who like wanted to succeed but couldn't really because of her weight like that's where our division came from because it was always like she saw so much of me and her that like she pulled away from me 
So it was like she would always make comments about my weight or what I did. And I never realized that as a child, like going into young adulthood, we kind of sat down and talked about it because I was like, I don't think you realize that some of the comments you've made have led me to be the way that I am. Mm -hmm. And it makes me not want to lose the weight because every time I get this mindset that I can, it's like you keep pushing me to the point of where I feel like I can't. It's like you have to find a healthy like medium because it's like I honestly feel like if you are the parent of, you know, like a chubby kid, like encourage them in a subtle way like you know say what are you interested in like would you like to play a sport versus like putting them on a diet my mom used to put me on diets not because you know to be me because she was like severely concerned like it's out of love and concern like Mm -hmm. on my mom's side but like putting your seven-year-old on a diet is not healthy or weight watchers or wait like she was like yeah my mom used to go to weight watchers she's like oh yeah you can come to the meetings yeah like sis i want to color that was my grandmother like like mom i'm trying to color so i feel like if you are the parent of a chubby kid like see what they like you know that's something my mom never asked me like kaya what do you want to do like you know do you want to dance? Do you want to play basketball? Do you want to play soccer? You know, something like that to encourage, like, healthy activity versus putting your children on these adult diets. This works for adults, not a kid. Right. So you need to find, like, that healthy balance, like, because that's just not, it's not it. Not at all. Uh, and I'm gonna get bullied even more for eating whey protein bars in the cafeteria right. first time. Like right. people looking at me like I'm crazy. What is, right. what is Weight Watchers? It's like cookies my mom put in my lunch. I don't know. She she said I had to eat it. Like Jenny Craig, is she a teacher? No, no for real. real. Like, looking like somebody meal prepped for me at the yeah, age yeah. of like seven. Yeah, so I, I think for from the male side it was kind of a little different because I'm me my dad really wasn't around um, and. My grandfather, he was around, but he passed away and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, before him passing away, my, I had three cousins, three male cousins. I, I considered them my brothers because I was the only child. They bullied me to no end. Like, bully, bully, bully. Worse than, worse than the um, actual kids in school. Um, and I was just like, yo, my family hates me. Like, they hate me. It was one time I was just like, nah, I... I should have been adopted or something like that. Like, I don't want to yeah. be here. But I I guess as I grew older, it kind of was like, it wasn't good. But it sort of like helped me realize like, okay, like they know who I am. And they know how their people outside of my family is going to treat me. So for me to, I guess, to be immune to it and not really pay attention to what people are saying about me and just mm-hmm. keep doing what I'm doing, it kind of made it better. But I knew for me, it was just like, like, I, y'all not gonna shake me. Like, and if I'm 300 pounds, 400, I don't care. Like, like whatever y'all say, y'all not going to damage me. So that's that's kind of was my experience. Although I I hated it for when they would yeah, what it was so the purple nurples the. The flicks, y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, Not like, it was, the booby flick. Yeah, the booby like. flick. It was, <laughs> but it it kind of, I could say that the it's a lesson. antagonizing yeah. and all that. It kind of it kind of made me better. So yeah, so the family, but the family hurt. I can the say family do the family so. hurts, and they feel just because they are your family, they can say no. it. Like no, you cannot. No. Like 
If you if you want to go, let's go there. Let's talk about you not being married with seven kids. No, for real. Like, because like the older I've gotten, the more I've got. Like, I have to realize yeah, that I like, can't say everything I think. Because like my grandma is famous for like holidays or birthdays. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't buy you anything because I don't know what size you wear, girl. I've been wearing size eighteen pants for like the last ten years. Exactly. How do you so. not know what size I wear, <laughs> but you remember yeah. everything else about everybody else in the family? Exactly. And my and this is like a motto I live by in all aspects of my life was with my family, my friends. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm-hmm. You can tell me that you're concerned for me or whatever the case may be. In a loving way. In a loving way, like the difference between my mom and my dad, like my mom was really concerned. She didn't want me to, you know, grow up with like health problems and stuff like that. Like, cause she's like, my mom is like my best friend. So I knew what her, it came out of place of like genuine love. Mm-hmm. But like when my dad and my aunt, they just feel like, you know, I can say whatever because I am your family. No, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Right. If you feel some type of way about me, just say it, but like in a proper way. Like right. that's all it is. It's simple like that. You're entitled to your opinion, but just come correct or don't come at all. Like, talk to me nice. Talk to me. Talk That's to me nice. <laughs> talk That's to me fact. nice. I'm weak. That is a fact. Okay, so now we got out of the beginning. Let's let's crank it up. And since I, it's the only two women in the room, I'm the only male in the room. Let's talk about the difference of the representation that is that is shown from plus size women and plus size men. How do you guys feel? What are your takes on that? And you, hey, it's real talk. So how you feel <laughs> is how you feel, okay. literally. Look, first and foremost, I want to hurt no feelings after this podcast because I know people at State listen to this. No hard feelings on anything that was said. If you have anything you want to dispute after this, please feel free to talk to me. Please I don't want anything to, to be taken out of context. Yeah, right, yeah. Like, it's just like, a disclaimer. Yeah. Honestly, it's so crazy how plus-size women get, like, slandered and bashed on a day-to-day basis. Like, you know, there's plus-size models, and people be like, oh, my gosh, she's so unhealthy. She needs to go on a diet. Mm-hmm. That's so nasty. Like, she promoting obesity. All this other stuff. Just be, like, tearing into, like, my plus-size sisters. Like, damn, like, it's so bad. But, you know, you see, like, a plus-size male. Oh, he's a teddy bear. You know, I'm ready to cuddle. All this other stuff. Like, we like to cuddle, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but it's just, like, well, plus-size men is so much, like, more accepting but with plus size women is like damn like you really letting yourself go how could you let yourself get that size like you look nasty like what do you it's it's a lot honestly like it's kind of like like we said earlier uh there's that thin line between thick and fat as a plus size woman if you have a stomach you're automatically considered fat even if you do have boobs and a butt to match but if you automatically don't have like that fupa like, people are just like, oh, she's just thick, you know, she's sexy, whatever, whatever. But if you have a stomach, people are automatically like, oh, that's nasty, she needs to lose weight, she needs to do this, that, yeah, and the third. Like, but I feel like for the male body, it's a little bit easier for them. Like, I feel like there's no set shape. Like, males can be bigger, and people don't discriminate them as much. Like, you could see them out here playing shirts versus skins, like basketball, and ain't nobody going to say nothing to him for having his shirt off. I don't like that. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like me, like me, all uh, I lost a few, a couple of pounds. I, you look good. You I, look good. Thank you. I, I try, <laughs> but I still, I still don't, I still don't feel comfortable. You know, um, I got a stomach. You know, and I just, I just 
the internal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I still are not truly comfortable with myself yet. Like Yeah, and a lot of people say that like once you do lose the weight you still see yourself as that big person, like yeah. but even though like you put lots like fifty, hundred, two hundred pounds, like right. in your mind you still like see yourself as that overweight person because like I know like a lot of women they still wear like baggy clothes yeah. and they be snatched but it's like you really have to it's a mental transition as yeah. well as a physical one so eventually you are going to get to that point so yeah I told my girl yesterday like we was in a car talking yesterday I was just like once I finish losing this weight and I officially look like Dwayne Johnson <laughs> I I'm until then I'm still going to see myself as the 252 pound Breezy Tubby, that was my line name. Um, you know, just just the, the husky chubby kid from New York, you know what I'm saying, from Long Island. So it's it's gonna take time. It is but it's for process. Yeah, so I I mean the the slander that you guys receive, like, is even on Twitter, like y'all were talking about earlier, like on Twitter, like how it's the comparison and it's just like the men are doing the same thing we're doing. Why are we not getting the proper respect that we deserve? You know what I'm saying? So I, the question I ask you guys, like, could you talk about uh, a personal experience, you know, with that that type of slander, if you, if you guys want to? Um, all right. So we were discussing this earlier, yeah. and um, I'm going to leave, like, all names and stuff out, mm-hmm. confidentiality, social work major. So um, pretty much just... On a couple occasions, I've noticed being out like on campus and stuff, or even just like out in the general public, when I'm with a group of friends. And mind you, um, if you know me, you know my best friend. She's like this little petite, light skinned girl, really curly hair. Like she's really beautiful. Um, and we have another friend who kind of fits that same description light skinned, really petite, curly hair. Mm-hmm. She's Native American. Like she looks very, and I guess. Cherokee? No, I'm playing. <laughs> she looks very <laughs> exotic in society's terms. Um, so whenever we're together, it's just kind of like people approach us and they speak to them only. And it's just kind of like, I'm not going to lie, that hurts. Um, it's very, I guess, demeaning. It makes me feel like I'm less than not only being the plus size girl of the group, but being the dark skin of the group. Mm. It makes me feel as if like I'm less than all around. And I guess it would make it just a little bit easier if someone felt the need to speak but genuinely speak like you walk up to my friend you're like hey what's your name i want to take you out you could acknowledge her friends and be like hey you know i see y'all her friends because the influence you want to make on her life just know that my influence is greater right and she's gonna ask for my opinion before you even get a chance to get your yeah okay from you first so it's like if you really want to impress my friend take that extra step just to acknowledge me as a person And more than likely, we're going to end up being friends because, like Kaya has said earlier, like, some of the big girls on this campus have the best personalities you'll ever find. Absolutely. I love y'all to death. (laughs) Like. (laughs) For real. Yeah. um, Just to piggyback off of what she said, in my personal opinion, if you walk up to a group of people and only speak to a few people, that just shows me how you were raised. Because my mom told me to speak to everybody regardless of race, how you look shape size whatever Absolutely. if you if i see you i'm going to speak to you even if i don't know you even if it's a simple hey how you doing that's how you make friends like i was with my friends earlier and they had their friend there i don't know her from nothing i've seen her on campus i said hey boo how you doing like something something simple as that like but 
that's also happened to me too. I've been with my friends, you know, guys just like ignore me. Like, I know you see me standing here. <laughs> I'm not made of the glass. I know you see me. So it's just like, that's just you being a shitty person. Excuse my friends. Like, not even just about me being plus size. That's just you being rude. Like, Excuse me. Mm-hmm. manners. <clears throat> Topic of the day is manners. Some stuff that y'all don't have. Like, if you see someone, speak to them. It's not that hard. Like, you don't have to have, like, a full-fledged conversation, but at least acknowledge their presence. Like, sure. it's not that hard. But people act like it's rocket science. Like, you going to blow up if you speak to the big girl. And somebody's going to hear this and, like, instantly think, and you see this all the time, well, big girl's so entitled, and now they we got to speak, and is that it's like, no, that's common courtesy. Like, exactly. if you walk in somebody's house... You don't just walk in. The first thing you do is say, hey, or hello, right. or how are you? Or if you walk into church, they have a little moment where they ask for visitors. Where are you from? What's your name? Who are you? Right. Like, that's just common courtesy if you don't know somebody is to speak. And, yes, we're probably going to be looking a little upset at you because off rip, you just came to our friends who approached them and said nothing to us. Exactly. But if you speak, yes, we're nice people. We will open up. We will accept you. And more than likely, I'm going to put a good word into my friend. Because you took the time to be the difference. Exactly. And it's like on so many occasions, I've had dudes come up to me, not even acknowledge me. First thing they ask me, oh, is so-and-so single? Oh, so-and-so, they got a man. Well, hello to you too, stranger. Like, I don't know you. (laughs) Like, So you really about to, you asking me to put you on my friend. I don't even know your name. Because you don't think I'm important enough for you to introduce yourself to me? No, thank you. Makes no sense. She don't need to talk to you. Right. (laughs) She don't need to talk to you. Like, no, it's not. No, like. It's all about common courtesy, being a human being, like, a good human being. Like, we're not asking you to kiss our feet or, you know, go OD, you know. Just be nice. Like, just acknowledge our presence. That's all, like, we're saying. And, like, say, we, you don't have to go OD, like, but just say, hello, how are you? And on that, and then I'm done with this little, this part, it's just don't hit my phone with, like, A.L. Mo, put me on with your friend or this, that, and the third. But if I text you about one of your friends, like, you're automatically like, oh, he probably, you know, got a girl situation. But, like, don't text me to put me on or for me to put you on with my friends. But if it's vice versa, then it's, like, a whole situation. It's a big shebang. Like, your boy got a girl, but they not together right now. Like, you're lying about it. Mm-hmm. But if I was to tell you my friends are interested, oh, Mo, you just in the way because I ain't hit you up. But I didn't want you. Like, it's just, I think people, like, fail to realize we're real people with real feelings who deserve what we want, even though we are big. Like, I can still have whatever expectations or, like, whatever I want in a relationship. I'm entitled to that. Exactly. And it's like they feel just because, you know, somebody hits you up or shows some a little bit of interest in you, you're automatically supposed to grab it like no i have standards as well like i like what i like just like as someone smaller like what they like so i feel like people feel like plus size women should be thankful that someone even you know spoke to you said hello yes but yes say hello not even off like no conceited not like no one please don't take this on i think i am beautiful so I deserve As what I deserve. Ain't no so thank you, no. No, like, you are. It's like, you I are. think I'm a beautiful in- individual inside and out. So it's like, I like what I like. So if you're not my type, I'm not going to sit here and be rude to you. You know, just like, I'm just not interested. But I'm open to a friendship. Right. So, but it's like, people like, oh, well, you should hop on him. Or, you know, you should talk to her. Because, no. 
I have standards. Just like how you have standards, I have standards as well. So it's like, respect them. And that's that on that period thing. (laughs) But that's also guys get upset if you turn them down as a plus size girl because then they want to hit you with the well I was just trying to do you a favor like, I, don't I don't need show a favor ass anyway. right. I don't need a handout like like yeah it's like don't be mad like we can be friends I just don't see you in that way yeah. I don't I never understood this like like what you guys said earlier like this entitlement like I'm doing you a favor what no like the way y'all think is Honey, how... I'm doing you a favor. Right. <laughs> Honey, I'm doing you a favor. We're keeping it a buck because right. I'm great. Right. Absolutely. But right. on the backhand of that favor, another thing that needs to be addressed is I do not... And I... Look, I do not like men on Twitter that like plus-size women because they take it to a creepy extreme yeah. of a fetish. Yeah. I'm not a fetish. I'm not just something you can pick up for a month and put back down. Right. Like, this is a lifestyle exactly. until I decide to lose the weight, which if I decide to, that's up to me. If I don't, that's up to me. But it's not just you pick and choose when you want to be with a big girl. Mm-hmm. Just like yeah. the thing on Twitter. Everybody's like, oh, it's big boy season all the time, not just in the winter. We're well, not, it's big girl season all the time. It's like, big girl years. It's, it's your time. Like, People. The same way it was hot girl summer, it's gonna be big girl all year round, like twenty four seven. And like chub, like the correct term is a chubby chaser, and I come in contact with those all the time. But it's just creepy to me. It's like you, it's all physical. It's like you like are trying to talk to me because of how I look and not really trying to get to know me as a person. Like mm-hmm. so, it's just like, or they want to make you bigger. Yeah, and like, I'm not in the like keep on like eating. <laughs> I'm <laughs> full. I can't even like express it. First of all, I'm full. Don't yeah. the only option. Like, why, like, eat. like mm-hmm. why are you eating the salad? Well, I need to get my vitamins today and my minerals. So, and plus, I want a salad. Like, isn't yeah? Those chubby chases are like they cross the line. Like it goes over into being creepy rather than like flattering. Like, like every tweet you make should not be about I need a girl with a fupa. Or I need a girl with big feet or big hands or a big stomach or something along the lines of pointing out a physical feature with her. How about I need a girl with a big heart or a big mm-hmm. brain or a big mm-hmm. bank account to match mine? Like, because mm. I'm chasing the bag. Y'all talking about me running on a treadmill. I'm already running up these credits for these classes. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Period. Like, not what y'all said. That's facts. Yeah, like, it's just like, this is facts. So, as we talked about the the slander and the disrespect, let's talk about the the confidence and the love that you found within yourselves and the love that other plus women should find within themselves as well. Okay. Um, I'm just going to say, like, it took me a long, 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 long time to find myself and to be happy where I am now. I am nowhere where I would like to be, but I'm happy at where I am now based on like where I was because like I said when I was like you know being a chubby kid like going into being like a chubby you know teenager and like a plus-size woman as I am an adult it's like I had to learn to love myself in spite of you know you know everyone has things they don't like about themselves Mm -hmm. you know I didn't like my teeth I have braces now I'm working on it so it's like until I make those changes I need to accept and love myself so it's like now, 
And of course, as any woman, as any person, you know, you still have those days where like, oh my God, I feel so ugly. You know, your skin's not acting right. Mm-hmm. Your hair's not doing what you want it to do. But it's like, in spite of, I still love myself, no matter the size that I am. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I know that I'm a good person and I'm a beautiful individual. So it's like, there's nothing really more I can say. Like, my personality speaks for itself. Right. So, regardless of how you may feel about me, I love me. Like, that little girl on Twitter, I love me. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. Like, right. and nothing you can say or do is going to change that. So, that's your problem, not mine. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, following up on that, the whole it's your problem, not mine thing. Like, it took me a while to realize that, like, I am the shit, like, within myself, like, who I am as a person, like... And I second that, because you are. <laughs> and Absolutely. it's just really hard. Like, like you said, like, you have those days where you do feel like you're the person everybody talks about you to be, like, that you're not worth anything. But I have, like, at my heaviest weight today, like, all open and honest, at 300 pounds, like, I'm perfectly fine with who I am right now. And I feel like... That's what I needed to get to before I could make the change in my life because I didn't want to be that girl who lost the weight and the first bit of attention somebody flung my way, I clung on to it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I had to find that love for myself first before I found that new me and then found love for her. Like, I didn't want anybody else to be her validation. Exactly. So the Jasmine that I am today, I wanted to make sure she felt loved and validated and comforted and respected within herself before she became the new her and so I like I do love who I am I don't care what anybody has to say and it's just kind of like I'm going to continue to feel that way until I get to the next step in my life exactly and then again like loving yourself is really coming from within no matter what size you are because I know I have some you know smaller friends who really aren't happy and it's like you know, they are beautiful women. Like I feel, I feel like all my friends are beautiful individuals. Beautiful, like inside. I'm sorry, inside and out. Mm-hmm. But it's like you know, they're still not happy. And like loving yourself, like really, it's a process. Like it takes a while to fully get there. So regardless, if you know you're 300 pounds now and next year you're like 150, if you really don't love yourself, you're still gonna be sad. Like yeah. regardless. So it's all about accepting yourself. And then making those little changes, but no pressure. Like, that's a big thing is, like, people put pressure on themselves to change, and that's why it never works out. Right. That's something I had to learn, you know. I try to go on a thousand diets, but because I put pressure on myself, like, it never worked out. And but, you also can't change on anybody else's time. Like, exactly. you yeah. have to be ready for yourself to change. Exactly. And you can't be one of those people. Like, I've learned, um, like, so many times just from experience you can't, I'm going to start tomorrow and then sit there and eat, like, everything in your fridge that night because you got to get rid of it. No, you need to start, like, at that moment when you have that thought that I'm ready to change this lifestyle or I'm ready to tone up or I'm ready for this new job, I'm ready to ace this class. Like, in that moment, you need to sit down and start then. Like, don't wait until tomorrow or Monday or Sunday night. Like, just start yeah. in that moment. Mm-hmm. Don't be like, James, tomorrow, tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow. No, today, today, today. Because when like, tomorrow get here, you're going to be like, well, I can wait till tomorrow. tomorrow. And then tomorrow turn into two years from now. And then you still in the ground sitting there. Yeah, like but also, there. too, tomorrow is, is not promised. Exactly. True. So you talking about tomorrow, and then you don't wake up, 
and then you're stuck in the situation. Like your life flashed before your eyes, and you're just like, damn, I wish I would have. Should have, could have, would have. Like, yeah. You don't want to be that. No, it's just like. It's all about loving yourself at the end of the day. And like I said, if you feel like you want to change something, go ahead and do it. Do it for you. Because when it's motivated by other people and other things, it's not going to work. I can tell you that right now. It's not going to work. Because it's just like the drive and like the motivation is really not there. It's like, you know, you're doing it to please somebody else versus pleasing yourself. Because even still, like, you can meet the goal for the other person and then they lead you at the end of the day. And now you sitting there like, well, I did all this, and they still don't want me, or they still don't love me. But you should have been, like, putting all that energy into loving yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, don't do nothing for nobody but yourself. At the end of the day, you, you, are, you, you are all you have. And then also, even if you don't want to lose weight, like, be the confident big girl that you want to be. Because mm-hmm. I know we've been saying that a lot, like, if you want to change, then change. But also, if you don't want to change, exactly. don't feel pressured to. Because, like I said before, and I'll stand by this, some of the prettiest, most of the prettiest girls I've seen on this campus, majority of the prettiest girls I've seen on this campus have been big girls who have been put down so much that they go into a shell. Like, freshman year, y'all come in popping. Like, my motivation, like, people be looking at Ashley Graham and all of them. I be looking at y'all like, I want to be like them when I grow up, and y'all exactly. younger than me. Mm-hmm. But y'all let people down y'all so much or play y'all or hurt y'all that y'all go into this shell of, like, hoodies and leggings. No, go back to popping out the way you were right. because you deserve it. Right. No, because honestly, I was really like that. I've always been like that. One of my biggest insecurities are my arms. Like, I have really big arms. So it's like I used to wear sweaters in the summertime be hot. <laughs> hot, hot. But, you know, I got to a point where it's like, I'm not about to have heat stroke for nobody. Y'all going to see these bat wings today. Like, it is what it Not because if I pass out, who's picking me up? <laughs> Like, who's going to bring me some water? Uh Like, it's just accepting it, like, and loving it. Like, it's too hot to be wearing hoodies and sweaters and long sleeves and all this other stuff. Just let yourself breathe. Like, you're uncomfortable. You look uncomfortable, which is going to make you feel, like, even worse. So, it's like, just let it hang out. Just. (laughs) Not for, like, let the bad wings breathe. Let let the the thighs breathe. Like, if you want to put on some shorts, put on some shorts. Like, Like, we know you got it. We see you got it. You might as well use it to the best of your abilities while you have it. It's not going away overnight, so you might as well be comfortable while doing it. And I say that like I'm not sitting here with a jean jacket on at 70 degree weather. But some little breeze outside. I got a suit on only because it's chopping me and I would not be wearing a suit right now. It's like, Change what you want, but accept what you have. Mm-hmm. Because that's all you got. This is your, this, you only get one body. And if no one else is going to love it, you have to love it. So it's a process, but you're going to get there eventually. It takes hard work to fully like love yourself. And it's like an everyday thing. Like I said, I'm still learning. I'm still learning to accept myself. I'm learning new things about myself every day. Like, but. Like I said, it's all about you and how you feel. Don't let anyone make you feel less than because, you know, you're a certain size or whatever. Like, everyone is beautiful in their own way. And people going to talk about you till the day you die. Exactly. So, right? So, like, as of right now. And you never know, like, what you may hate about yourself. Someone might want that thing like you have. Like, our friends with little boobs, they be like, I wish I had your boobs and all no, because they be hot. I be sweating. <laughs> like, no. It's like you, like, you envy things people have, 
but you know, you never know who's envious of you and the things that you have, like. Right. So. That's true. Okay, so one last question before the closing remarks, and because I know you got homework to do, so. Yeah, um, it's a hot girl semester. (laughs) It's four point oh season, y'all. Right. I was like a three point oh or above. Uh, Hey, hey, that lift scholarship. You know who? Hey. Yeah. If you know, you know. But in still in the conversation of loving yourself and confidence, what is the the number one thing that you love about yourself? I would have to say my sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and I love that about her too because she is fun. Nah, for real. Like I find the humor in everything, and I guess that's because life has thrown me so many hardballs and curveballs to the point of where, like, if you don't learn to laugh, you're always going to be crying. And mm. I'm not trying to be that depressed big girl. I mean, I have depression, but like, I'm not trying to show that all the time. Like. If you can't find a reason to smile or to laugh, then are you really living life the right way? And so my humor is definitely, like, the best thing about me. If I had to pick a physical thing, I would probably say, I'd probably say my hair on my face. Because you can call me ugly all you want, but I still think I'm cute at the end of the day. Like, I got a big forehead, but I'm still cute. Like, my forehead is my light reflector, so the selfies be bomb. You can try to play me, but I know who I am. It's okay. (laughs) Did you say... Yes. When, when, look, this thing got a little sweat on it. That's how you selfies be nice. The light be I am not playing. <laughs> There's the humor. Yo, that uh, shit reflected. That caught me off guard. I'm so weak. Um, just to piggyback off of what she said, I feel like my sense of humor as well, and just like my personality as a whole, anyone who knows me, I'm very giving. I'm very loving. Like, I don't know. I get along with everybody. Not, like I said, not even China South can see that it's like, I just have that personality. It's like, I love people. Like, that's why I'm a whole hospitality major. Like, I just love interacting with people and getting to know them. And, like, I feel like I'm very genuine and very sweet. Like, anytime anyone needs something, I'm always there. So I feel like my personality. You have a grandma spirit. Like, a really yeah, nice Yeah, it's grandma. like, because I just love to, like, nurture people. It's like, I just want everyone to be okay. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, you know, because for a while, I didn't have that. Like, I didn't have people. I have that now. Like, you know, my friends are great. But, like, Especially when I was younger, I didn't really have people to, you know, make sure I was good. So, it's like, I try to be that for other people. Wow. Like, physical, um, I would say my smile. Like, I'm, anyone who knows me, I'm always smiling. Like, braces, no braces, I will smile. Like, and... Oh, when them things come off, she... Yo, when oh, she come off, you can't tell me nothing. Blinders. And then, like, when I was younger, it used to, I would say, like, my hair. But it was, like, I had to learn how to, like, step away from it because people I was like, oh... You're pretty for a big girl. Oh, you have nice hair. Not not you're pretty, but you have nice hair. Well, I'm about to go Amber Rose and shave this all off. <laughs> what y'all gonna say then? But no, I'm so serious. Like, I feel like my smile, because I feel like your smile is very inviting. Like, mm-hmm. people will know, like, if you're smiling, oh, she seems like a nice person, you know yeah. what I mean? So, like, yeah. Y'all, y'all got me smiling over here. <laughs> like, like, I just smile by default. Like, I can't give, like, sexy... When I give, when I try to get sexy, it gives awkward. Like, <laughs> like so. Anytime, like a picture, it's always me smiling because I can't give Tyra Banks smiles. I give, smiles. I give first day of kindergarten um, <laughs> smiles. So like, With my Paw Patrol book bag. Yeah, oh, like man. I'm so happy to be here. But yeah, <laughs> now I'm so happy to be. Here. Y'all are crazy. Y'all are really crazy. But I thank y'all for coming today and telling how y'all feel because. Not a lot of people, they think about it, but they don't talk about it. And and I thank y'all for realizing who y'all are, your true selves. 
which are beautiful black women, regardless. Thank you. Regardless. So, as we close, what y'all got to say to the people before we before we go back to doing homework? Um, I just want to say love yourself. Because, like I said, self-love is the best love. And like I said, it's not going to come overnight, but keep on working on it, and you will get to where you want to be. Um, I guess I just want to say, like, y'all have heard us talk now about what we've been through, who we are now. If y'all ever need anything, feel free to reach out. Kaya and I both are very open, as you just heard. Ezra is also. So if y'all ever need anything, you're feeling down, you just need to talk. I'm going to speak for myself on this part. Feel free to hit me up if you find me on social media or whatever. Like, if Ezra shouts it out, whatever. Like, feel free. Oh, okay. So my Twitter and my Instagram are at underscore underscore musical mind. Musical as in, like, music and mind as in like the thing you you used to think (laughs) so like feel free to reach out and talk to me like i said i'm a social work major anything you say is confidential i'm not gonna blab about your business but like i really will help you get to where i'm at if that's what you want yeah me as well not even even if you're not plus size you know just anyone going through anything like i'm very open i feel like i give good advice so if you ever need someone you know just a listening ear like i'm always here and my Twitter and my Instagram is Kaya on Fire, mm-hmm. K I Y A with three A's and three A's on Fire as well. Fire. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I love y'all to death. Y'all love know, too, Ezra. y'all know I love y'all. I say what's up to y'all every single day. Not for real. Listen, but thank Spot y'all. Us across the room. Right. Facts. But thank y'all for being who y'all are. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being who you are because you play a part in this also as a plus size male who gives us a space to talk about how we feel. Yeah. We we all in this together. That's period. Thanks. Point Blake. So that's that on that. This was another episode of Real Talk with Ezra. We got homework to do. I'll see y'all later. Enjoy your day.